Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Welcome to a podcast called Why Does This Thing Exist? Brackets Podcast. Correct. My name is Simon, and I am joined with my oldest and best friend in the world, Dean. Yes, hello, Simon. Yes, I thought you were going to give my surname too, but um, you didn't give yourself one, so I shouldn't have expected that. That would. Um... I'll give him your surname. His name is Baron Dean Dean <laughs> Farting Machine. <laughs> I'd like to be Baron Dean. I think if you're a Baron, you can have the surname Farting Machine, and uh, it'd be cool to make, people, make sure people can't laugh at that. I met a Baron this week, Dean. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's a Baron. I've always known him as a Lord, but I looked him up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Just drop uh, that in there. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. And he apparently is a baron. David Ellis yes. Thomas. Okay. Yeah, David L. I am. Um, uh, had. It wasn't lunch. It was like one of those elaborate posh people breakfasts you have. Brunch. Um, you had brunch. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Which baron have you had brunch with? <laughs> no, Go on. It, wasn't, it definitely wasn't called brunch. It was called like. Um, I can't think. I mean, it wasn't one of those weird meals that only posh people have, you know, like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like high tea and stuff. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's breakfast time. So I can't remember what it's called. High uh, breakfast? Is that uh, a thing? <laughs> quail tide. <laughs> I mean, quail was involved. But um, I was at the Melrose Book Festival when I was... Um, in Australia? No, no, Melrose in Scotland. Like, All uh, right. Border town, very, very posh. And uh, it was a... It was a lord or something here, or a, or a baron who had his own castle nearby. We were all invited to have lunch there. I was there with um, Richard Dawkins and Simon Jenkins was there. Good. And uh, Simon Jenkins walked in and said, is this chair taken? I said, oh, yeah, sorry, it is. And he walked off and he wasn't. Put that on your pipe, yeah, Jenkins. Yeah. Felt, I felt like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what did old uh, Dawkins have to say himself? Was he looking oh, at all the dogs 69 <laughs> Well, uh, I didn't see him do he that. Just so I can't you just quickly say, excuse me, is this chair taken? And you should have said, yes, Jesus sits there. <laughs> no, he didn't speak to me because it's this is back in the days when Twitter was still like, uh, uh, sort of a cool thing to be part of. And Yeah. Uh, I think he had retweeted me when I said something vaguely scientific once, but since right. then I had um, uh, done a sort of flow chart which mocked him. And right. it's entirely possible he'd seen it and recognised me. And was, <laughs> I, I got a lot of filthy looks that day. Like, all right. <laughs> like, like, on, on, the thing is, I felt good because on the off chance, if you hadn't seen it, I was just giving a thumbs up, going hello, like you know, you're Richard Dawkins, famous scientist man. Yeah. If you had seen it, I was like aggravated him. So either way, <laughs> you no, know, you couldn't have a go at me because uh, <laughs> I felt I was cov- I covered all bases there. Yeah, win win. Yes. It, it tell you what Posh's festival was. Um, yeah. I went down to the grounds uh, the first like, as soon as I got there. And uh, you know, like all festivals have like a taco truck and chips and stuff, and like, oh, all, all the food carts. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the first cart I saw was a creme brulee truck. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, not even not exaggerating. That is the first thing. Creme brulee. <laughs> okay. Sort of fast food you expect right here, I suppose. <laughs> creme brulee truck. Yeah, well, anyway. Anyway, anyway. Uh, what are you going to show me this weekend, Dean? Well, Simon, uh, regular listeners may uh, be thinking at this point, uh, Dean, you know how you uh, used to wander around Cardiff, walking your dog, uh, oh. the, your local area, and looking for clues and signs of some sort of 
sexual community who do illicit things outdoors, you find hints of their presence in your in antics. Uh, it wasn't called that section, but that, that's the sort of thing. Stop it there, Dean. Okay. Just so the new listeners know that okay. this is the only recurring segment that we've had. It mm. doesn't have an official name and it doesn't have a theme tune. No. I, I have to say that's some oversight on our part. Okay. We're more than willing to give uh, songs and names to <laughs> sections which will never, ever appear again. Exactly. Yeah. Overly keen, uh, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to rectify this. This I, I, this is promise the listeners, by the time this episode comes out, there's going to be some kind of horrific noise coming at the end of this section. So yeah. brace yourselves. Dean, okay. carry on with the, uh, your story about your sex group. Well, um, to, to totally derail what you just said, I would say this, I have been looking for such things, but I haven't found any for quite some time, so I haven't brought them to the table. Yeah. But yeah. I found something recently uh, along in the same area, uh, yeah. Walk of the Dog and stuff, yeah. and I'm going to say I really hope it's not part of some sort of weird sex cult right. <laughs> sex community, because if it is, that raises even further questions. Okay. So I'm just going to show you a photo of something I found uh, recently whilst on Walk of the Dog in my local area. Uh, where I found these previous clues about stuff. So I Simon... hope to God it's not a six-foot condom drenched in blood. <laughs> no, it's not. Thank God for that. But uh, anyway, Simon, please tell the listener what you see when I show you this. Oh, it's the head of a triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's basically uh, near where I live. There's a sort of like a little woodland windowless area you can walk around it's a nice part of the Rose Lake community uh, they have you know designated paths and stuff and along these paths there are some bollards to for reasons I don't know what they're there for but, it's a uh, nice looking bollard I've got to say that yeah the bollard's fine I, I have no issues with the bollard <laughs> on this particular day someone had taken the head of a I'm going to say toy triceratops so there's not yeah, a sort of yeah. miniature model they found yeah. somehow not a baby triceratops <laughs> no, no. someone come back to life and been beheaded and guarded <laughs> yeah they've just taken the head of a t- t- toy triceratops and placed it carefully on top of this bollard <laughs> why what <laughs> but I mean <laughs> I have to one? commend you for the photo you've taken as well because from the angle of the triceratops eyes it's, it's like yeah. he's looking at us the viewer and going oh god yeah, but, but it looks like it's dead. It looks like a corpse, isn't it? It's got this sort of roll back in the head, uh, roll back in the eyes. It, it looks like it's looking at us and going, call my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's a sort of a slapped on expression. <laughs> yeah, which I, mean, I, 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 I think my I, wife. <laughs> I have read somewhere that Triceratops had one of the smallest brain to body ratios in recorded history because they were okay. quite, quite cattle like dumb animals. But it, but it also. How did they know that, Dean? Because there's no oh, yeah. flesh has survived. How do they know that? I guess it is to do with, like, they've got the skulls, and then obviously you have the cavity in the centre of the skull, which is only of a certain size, and has to be, like, there's a maximum, because obviously if it's any bigger, then you won't get any meninges and blood vessels around it. So um, but I'm guessing that's part of it. Would it be possible, and we'll get back to the uh, triceratops. Of course, yes. Said, but, but this is a genuine question about the brain, and these come up rarely, considering you are an authority <laughs> on the subject. Well, that's why I do this podcast. <laughs> Would it be possible that the dinosaurs had uh, cavities in their skulls like we do, which would house a brain? Would it be possible for them to have, uh, like, just loose brains flowing down the back of their necks? That is the thing. Um, 
almost like octopus, uh, octo- octopodes, octopi, whatever you call them, octopuses, they have that. They have yes, like, you yes. know, um, it's sort of a chain brain sort of vibe. Yes, they have the central yes, crown yes. and every um, arm has its own like little dedicated brainlet, I suppose. Mm. And um, yeah, so we also have them in sort of like in the lab, grown little sub-brains in, in like sort of tissue suspension broths, oh. uh, which can sort of become kind of self-sustaining. But um it's one of the things you can't technically rule it out uh, because obviously they could have you know bulgy bits of neural tissue. Ever it's just that um, there's no indication of uh, in the context around the the fossils we find, which suggests like um, uh, anything more advanced than what we see, like like basic yeah. animals. But then, you know, if you got to the point of like you know, sort of bows and arrows and you know, wood based technology, wouldn't we wouldn't know that there would be no record of that, or yeah. if well, be... even if they, they got to the point of the internet, you know, <laughs> if if they're all creating um, their music and their art via AI and on computers, then there'd be no, you know, there'd be no physical <laughs> no, no. Uh, record of it, would it? No, like, true. if we all died out now, well, what now? In 20 years, 50 years, the aliens come down and looked at us. They've got mm. a fucking tiny chasm in that. Arsenal's head, no brain, the smallest brain I've ever seen. <laughs> right? The cunt's got no culture. <laughs> Little did they know that we were all streaming everything. <laughs> that actually is, <laughs> I know, not a serious point on what you just said, but that is actually one of the theories to why we haven't heard any contact from aliens yet, because the whole sending radio messages into space, mm-hmm. if you're not advanced aliens, that actually is a very narrow window. Like you get invent radio technology. You get the point where you can like they're powerful enough to broadcast into space, yeah. But then only like a few, like a couple of decades later, you've got like fiber optics, you've got laser communication, you've got yes. you know streaming and stuff. So like wires everywhere. So you don't everything gets quieter from the space perspective. Yeah. So it's a very narrow window of waves from the the, the alien planet which goes out because that oh, missed. Ah, there we are. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, there's no one out there. Well, everyone's out there. They're all just got closed circuit communication. Little watching us, yeah. like bastards. Well, I remember going in the back garden and just whipping a DVD of The Matrix into the sky, thinking the aliens might like it. They wouldn't be able to play that now. Do they have a British Heart Foundation in space? Yeah. That's where you get a DVD player for cheap nowadays, but like the aliens are not going to know that. You fling it so hard into space, it ends up on another planet. But yeah. we've, got, we've got a mini disc player, we've got a VHS, we've got we've got a laptop. We, none of this works. We've got none like it works, a twenty twenty two laptop with no disc drive. I don't know what the hell to do yeah, with this thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Back to this uh, triceratops, though, Dean. Never mind yeah. the aliens; they can take care of themselves. We'll we'll concentrate on this um, uh, triceratops. Number one. This ballad, I am drawn back to this ballad. In, uh, the picture ballad. is there for the listeners. It is a beautiful ballad. It's You see a lot of concrete ballads now, which is just uh, stone grey concrete. This one has got a pebble dash effect. Yes. Some artistry has gone into creating this ballad, I think, Dean. Yeah. And to the extent where the, the Triceratops head might actually be a part of it? Yes. I don't think so. If you if If that was installed now... As a as a piece, this is your new ballad. Enjoy. Oh, by the way, there's a time triceratops heads poking out the top of it. Mm. You know, I would applaud. I would say, "Good God, thank you, Cardiff Council. You are really yeah. putting yeah. Uh, my money to work here." 
Yeah. If you stood by yourself to take modern, people would go, hmm, yes, hmm, yes. They... I would go that far. I wouldn't say it was art, Dean. I just think it's a good thing that the council could have done. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, pure fluke on my part. This is like actually a very, it's a good quality photo I've taken. The lighting's all right, which you I didn't, done a didn't very mean good to. Job there, just like, it, oh, that tablet yeah. came out coincidentally well. But it's the, it's it's the Triceratops' face uh, that I'm sort of drawn to because it's on a nice bollard, but it's like it's mounted upright. It's very much like, um, no, this is my territory. Like if someone would leave this there to say, if you cross this line, this this will be you. It's, it's, mm. There's a warning for any other dinosaurs that's happened to wander past yeah. <laughs> into this very small bit of woodland <laughs> in the local King Coin community. I think and, this is uh, one of those in the eye of the beholder things. Because um, yeah. you said it either looks dead or it looks like a threatening warning to other dinosaurs that someone has left there. Mm. And to me, all this dinosaur's face expression, eyes, etc., is conveying is absolute desolation <laughs> and existential grief, I think. I think it's given up. And yeah. it's, a, it's a powerful piece, Steve. I've got to give it to yeah. you. Yeah. I, I, I think it is art, personally. I think this is actually... You have photos art for sure. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's go with that. But yeah. also, this is like a slightly more in keeping with the wider context that because I saw this, I thought, my God, what the hell is that? I didn't mm-hmm. move it. I thought this might be actual oh, art. No, I wouldn't leave it. Yeah. I took a photo and walked off. But this little bit of uh, woodland in Cardiff, with that there, this Triceratops there, I was thinking if S4C were somehow compelled to make a sort of low-budget Welsh version of Jurassic Park. Yeah. This is where they do it. This is going to be a good place for it. If they incorporate some sort of like cannibal holocaust vibe to it, this actually might be a film I would watch. It's interesting. <laughs> the, I, yeah. I, I'm adding a lot of caveats there. I'm sorry. There's not really a lot you can expect. I, I that. think that's a good idea, actually, Dean. Yeah. Um, this sort of um, dinosaur zombie sort of film, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's got like a, a very strong survivalist vibe from... I have killed the Triceratops and here's the head to, to ward yeah. you off, which that's how I still see it. But, um, well, I got Dean. As a man of science, hmm. I presume you believe in evolution. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah you oh, put, your, put, put it on the line there, will you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll commit Take to a saying stance on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah I'll, I'll commit to saying I, I think evolution's a thing. Yeah. You know. Uh, what, what do you think about like uh, films and media and that sort of thing that uh, depict humans and dinosaurs living together? Because I think I'll take an answer first, but I'll give you my feeling on it. Go on. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of variation there. Like, obviously, the Flintstones, I don't think you meant to take that seriously, so that's obviously no. a different thing. But um, I've seen a few sort of variations which try and take it, try to put a serious spin on it. Mm. Um, there was an episode of, did we see those sort of sliders? Like a, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Uh, multiple dimensions traveling yes, around. Yes, yeah, traveling. Yeah. John Rhys Davis was in it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. got a place yeah. like Carrie Wurra, which is a different vibe. <laughs> but, um, they had one where uh, it's a world where the dinosaurs never went extinct, but humans were the same as it always been. Uh, but dinosaurs were like in n- nature reserves, like they uh, they endangered despite being outcompeted. So I thought I'm pretty sure if dinosaurs were still around, there'd be a lot more. You no. Know, it was an interesting spin on it, but it was also, yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be, be 
they'd have more of an impact if dinosaurs are still around. <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. They would have, like, hampered the development of humankind, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of niches which would have been yeah. not being filled by mammals if dinosaurs were still around. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, actually, it's also something to do with the climate because back in, like, the you know, Jurassic, Trias- Jurassic eras, mm. the Earth's atmosphere was actually a lot more thick and dense with CO2. So, Oh, giant reptiles could survive more then because yeah. uh, they, they obviously the you know, the skin exchanges the heat and stuff. Whereas an actual like Diplodocus wouldn't survive now because our Earth is much colder than they used to. So they just you know they couldn't you know, they could grow to that size. They couldn't function for very long, so they just oh, die out pretty quickly. So oh, another yeah. problem with climate change. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, in terms of fact, you know what? Uh, when yeah. dinosaurs around, no such thing as grass. Really? Yeah, grass uh, postdates dinosaurs. Good Lord. Hmm? Well, if you're going to make a film which fucks up all the uh, timeline, I think I'd rather have humans mixing with dinosaurs than a dinosaur lying on a nicely mowed lawn. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I quite like the films and th- things where the dinosaurs and the humans mix up together. I know it's not realistic, but... <laughs> oh, I like it, totally, yeah. It's cool, isn't it, you know? Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Jurassic World films yet. Are they any good, do you know? Oh, I don't like it when they're set in modern day. I, I only want the ones where the, the, the cavemen, essentially, and the dinosaurs are hanging out. Oh, okay, right. Maybe one of them will play some kind of surf music, uh, you know. <laughs> and all the dinosaurs will dance. That'll be really good. <laughs> okay. Um... But uh, anything with Chris Pratt, it's not going to be as good as that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it literally is not. No, you're right. No. I've seen all the, the new Jurassic Jurassics. I haven't seen any of the original sequels, but I've seen all the new reboots. I could not tell you a single thing about any. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, the first Jurassic Park film was obviously quite iconic because it was like, yeah. God, God, this the CGI holds up now because yeah, I think yeah. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg is an expert at less is more. Yes. Like, yeah, I got enough to make this look realistic in the scene, and we'll use practical effects and rest of stuff, and it. Works perfectly. And then they started going. We got all the CGI. Let's put it all on the screen. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not real. It's not dinosaurs. That's why <laughs> I, did. I never yeah. really liked the Lord of the Rings films. It just looked like like a, a mass of nothingness. You know, it wasn't enough. Yeah. The first actually, the first Star Wars prequel, Phantom Menace, was just like the last half hour was nothing but CGI, and it was like I could play a video game at home and like I had more fun because I'm yeah. I'm involved rather than just yeah. We've talked about this before, haven't we, with all the spiders and all that. If you have one spider, it looks like then if you have like a million spiders. Yeah, totally. But I think one thing I'll say about this uh, Triceratops bollard practical effects. Very practical. It is practical (laughs) effects, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amateur filmmaker at its best. But before we finish, it just, uh, I guess the question I would how, how, what happened? That led to a triceratops being decapitated in the middle of the woods in Cardiff. A toy one, don't get me wrong, but w- what happened? <laughs> what did that come about? I think it's going to be some kind of absolute mania from a small child. They've gone berserk, and the parents have had to drag them quickly away from the park. And um, in the melee, the head of a dinosaur has fallen off. Yeah, no. And somebody has witnessed the melee and they've gone, I'll leave this dinosaur's head here for them to come and collect later. 
that's the thing. That's why I'm getting like, if we leave it, like, leave someone's like glove yes, on it. This is, oh, yes, bench. exactly. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, though, when you see any uh, form of clothing hanging around, never ever touch it. You might mm. know that already, but this is for the listeners. That is evidence. Don't ever touch it. All you <laughs> yeah. need to do is log on your phone by the time you saw it. If you can't take a selfie of you with another person with a timestamp, do that. Because if any of your DNA is going to mix in with that evidence, then you could be fucked. Yes. You want to make sure um, it's clear as possible you have nothing to do with this crime. Okay. <laughs> Treat this podcast as some kind of public service um, service. Okay, good. How dare you? How dare you say, okay, good, while I'm talking about crime? Show me the dinosaur, did. Why are you My, zooming in on this to the extent well, that you are? Purely because um, the cut of the, of the jaw here, like the, just what well, the neck is, mm. looks very clean. But yeah. I've had uh, some of my kids have got toys like this before. They, they aren't fully articulated. They are actually sort of solid plastic. So it looks like someone's cut this with some sort of like tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look in the mouth of the beast, Dean, it looks like it's been eating something as well. And there's a plastic toy should be eating something. It looks like it's got a mouthful of chocolate. It does, yeah, something rather, yeah. Do you think that's how it died? He choked eating chocolate. Maybe some, maybe the kid sort of shoved it into some mud or something, and then yeah. they got stuck, and then pulled it too hard, head snapped off, had a meltdown, hands dragged it away. Somebody come back, cleaned all the mud off it, left the mud in the mouth as a warning to others. Yeah, and here we are. Here we are. I think we solved it again, Dean. I think we have, yeah. So, what should we give this? Go on, you go first. I'm going to give it a five, actually. There's a lot of intrigue here. It's a nice little display. Um, uh, it's open-ended, because obviously maybe some of us, I may find that the rest of the body at some point. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a five. I'm quite, I quite enjoyed this. I'm going to give it a five as well. It's a very nice uh, photograph. It's a very nice uh, dinosaur. Mm. It's a very nice ballad. We've had a very nice conversation. <laughs> I thought so. Five stars. Marvellous. Welcome back, friends. So the thing I want to talk to you about this week, Dean, is something mm-hmm. called mapvertising. Have you ever heard of mapvertising? Mapvertising? Yeah, no. like advertising. But, but with map in front. Advertising. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I have not. No, this is a totally uh, foreign concept to me. Please illuminate me. It's, well, I'd like to hear your opinions of it. I've got mm. some opinions myself, but they're not fully formed. I'm edging towards this is bad. <laughs> So basically, what map advertising is is big companies just using huge amounts of space in uh, mostly America and sometimes Australia as well, where there's just huge, vast yes. swathes of unused land, tracts of nothingness. Yes, yeah. and then they're doing advert campaigns, which can only be seen from space or passing airplanes. Okay. So here's when the Coca-Cola have done, Dean. Oh, Jesus. What the hell? Okay. So, um, this is in, uh, well, it's in Chile, actually, next to a bottling plant in Chile, because a lot of um, uh, Coca-Cola is brewed in South America. Oh, okay. I think yeah. for uh, not entirely good reason either, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, well, the labor laws there or something like that. Which is also, something. wasn't originally Coca-Cola had cocaine in it, so there might be some history yeah. there. So yeah, it could be. 
Yeah, so there might be some sort of like ties to local area in that respect. But yeah, that's um, I'm, I'm guessing the, the cook along going, well, we must preserve our cultural heritage. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't they're especially so, no. enthused about that. No. So this is the Coca-Cola logo, is it? Is it a logo? Yeah, it's the Coca-Cola the... font. Coca-Cola written in the Coca-Cola font. I think um, that's a logo. That's right. Yeah, you say it's a logo, haven't you? And um, it says 125. I think it's 125th anniversary, maybe. It's uh, 70,000 bottles of Coke, glass bottles of Coke, spread out over a huge okay. distance. Yeah, all right. That, that, that's fast, yeah, but... I'm showing Dean an article that I've got where um, some of these things are displayed. Uh, in a minute, we'll take the Google Maps and have a look at it in real time. So that's yeah. the number one. I think this right. is maybe the most impressive one, Dean. Okay, yeah. And then the, we've also got the article, a big picture of Colonel Sanders, which was that's, in Rachel Nevada. That's full colour, at least. That's Yeah, that yeah. was full colour. Apparently, you can see it from space. 65,000 yeah. one foot square tiles, so 65,000 <laughs> foot. I, uh, <laughs> it's impressive. I mean, it's actually really, you know, if this is what it looks like, it's a really impressive feat of engineering stuff. But if it, it's in Nevada, now if I had to pick a state to advertise from space Kentucky fried chicken in, would you go for Kentucky? <laughs> yeah, I would sort of lean towards Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that would be the obvious choice for a state to put a massive picture of Colonel Sanders on. But, hey, what do I know? This one's a bit smaller. It's a Target. Uh, you know, these are all in America, apart from the oh, China yeah. one. Uh, this has just got the Target logo on their roof. So it's, it's much smaller oh, than the yeah, others. Does that, does, that does that belong here? <laughs> I'm not um, sure. Okay. And then yeah. this one's quite good. It's an advert for the Denver Botanic Gardens. <laughs> That's very specific. And also Starbucks coffee, because it's American. You can't have public good. You've got to have some kind of corporate sponsorship, haven't you? Yeah. So, yeah, that's quite good. That's a bit like um, crop circles in a way. They've they've just mowed this huge thing into a a, a big field, basically. Yeah. This one's in Australia. It used to say ready mix. it's already what? faded away. <laughs> just a picture of field. Okay. Yeah. And this Maxim. One, okay. Yeah, all right. All apparently right. Maxim in 2006 just recreated the monthly issue in uh, Prim, Nevada, pun probably intended. <laughs> uh, and it's 75 foot wide by 110 foot long. And it's an exact replica of the cover of the magazine for that month. Um. Versus, I'm guessing Nevada is a good place for this because the second Nevada we've had now, yes, deserts, yeah, yeah just dead, loads, like... huge desolate hot land. And I guess it's okay. got a flight path from New York to LA yes, as okay, well. yeah, also Las Vegas are there too, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, all right, that makes sense, but um, all right, uh, but obviously, there's lots of different ones there. Now, the first one, the Coca Cola one, uh, it's in Chile, mm. it's impressive they've done that, but I don't think that they they can't be thinking oh if you do this we'll sell more coke because i think the last time i heard coke is the second most popular beverage in every country on earth bar one wow you know what the one which is? was the one no i guess there were three guesses uh russia and this vodka nope God, i have another guess Go on. Oh, okay wales no scotland iron brew correct Yes. Hey. yes, that's 
<laughs> yes, the Scottish are just so belligerently, I am brew. <laughs> Apparently, um, I think it really pisses Coke off because like, it's the one holdout. It's like the, the last point standing. Wow. And, but, you know, that's going to make the Scottish more determined and I respect them for that. But, um, what do you think of Iron Brew? It's one of those ones like uh, former guest Sarah Bree said about it. Where, like, I drink it. This doesn't taste nice. But I don't want to stop drinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't understand how that works. But it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I. I'm enjoying this despite everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the map plays in. You have to be a big company, surely, to be able to afford it in the first place. Yes. 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 I mean, who's flying over that in a plane, going, "Oh, Maxim. Oh, yeah, I'll buy that." Yeah. <laughs> to, to the extent to it's worth doing that. I mean, what would they break even? Well, I think uh, I can see it more for Maxim, funnily enough, than I can for Coke or KFC. Mm. Like we've said before about other things, those companies are ubiquitous. They yeah. don't really need to advertise anymore. It's just That's a display always, yeah. of power. And this is, I think this is the thing that aggravates me about it. Well, not aggravates, but this is the thing I find distasteful about it, for want of a better word. It's fucking about with nature and destroying yeah. the landscape and things like that. Because you can. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like Coca-Cola, KFC, Starbucks, whatever. They yeah. because these are global companies which have more money than cents. Yeah. So if they didn't do these things, I'm gonna guess they'd be no worse off whatsoever. Exactly. Well, yeah. But they're doing them because they have the option of doing so. I think, well yeah. but who was the first we know? Because about, about, about as soon as one did it, they all go, "Oh, we, we got to do that as well." And that—that's yeah. that, like the, the most damning thing about it all. I think. Not sure who was the first. This the Coca Cola one as well. You got to think like all the people that work for that Coca Cola plant in Chile know that Coca Cola, you know, making money hand over fist, hmm. and they've got to drive past this huge, like, uh, monument to the power of capitalism as they drive in and get fucked, essentially, shafted <laughs> over. Yeah, that's true. You know, they'll be working for less than what the minimum wage in America would be. Yeah. Pure devil's advocate, um, I would say if these are you know, bits of land which are completely unused, and have no sort of function beyond just being bare, then yeah. create, to create these things means people have to be paid to do that. Yeah, that's true. So like there is so there's like, obviously people are being paid to arrange these cocktail bottles to design this maxim to architect. So it it's sort of it can be a bit similar to like the whole argument like oh space travel and space stuff are it's completely pointless. It's firing like 70 million pounds worth into space. There's, no no mm-hmm. you're not actually stuffing a rocket full of money and it's launch it's, it's paying someone else to do it and therefore it's a whole different thing, but yeah. But I still, but I still think that's a damning indictment of capitalism because, like, these people should be making money in more in other ways. It's just that, yeah, yeah. In a desert, here's a sip of water for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. While you drink this water, look at this massive thing we fucking made yeah. <laughs> with your sweat, which we're selling back to you, actually. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, space travel though. There's something intrinsically uh, progressive about that, isn't? Yeah, there? I think it's worthwhile in its own right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it equivalent to stacking 70,000 glass bottles <laughs> to display the name say, of your boss? I was about to say the exact same thing. What you said, well, uh, we'll build a Coca-Cola logo to 70,000 bottles. Why? Because you don't know what happens if we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
a fairly, very, uh, fairly realistic idea that it'll just be the same as it always was. Yeah. yeah. If I land a probe with the moon or like Europa, then I might, I might find life. <laughs> if I burn the Coca-Cola logo into the surface of Mars, <laughs> which is fuck a lot of things up, I spent a lot of money I didn't need to. So, yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I think that's, that's the thing that they always, all these, like the people like Elon Musk and all these mad fucking mm. dickheads, as soon as they start mentioning, like, oh, I'll, I'll advertise on the moon, if that ever comes in fruition, then I'm going to noose up straight away. I think humanity is done for. <laughs> yeah. well, did you ever see the film Hancock, the, the Will Smith yeah, film? Yeah, the Will Smith film where he's a drunk yeah. superhero. Yeah. Super, okay. The first half of it I thought was quite good. Then the idea of a drunk super before it became ubiquitous, it was like, oh, this is a nice idea. Like, oh, drunk pissed superhero just does stuff because he feels he has to. Mm. But the end of that film is him <laughs> scorching a massive branding logo on the fucking moon. Yeah. He's supposed to go, ah, oh, isn't isn't he great? Just, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the moon. <laughs> like half it all covered his fucking corporate logo, and like, oh, he's better now. No, he's not. <laughs> no, I said, yeah, yeah, he was much better when he was a drunk. Yeah, just give him six bottles of whiskey. He's happy then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He saves people in inconvenient ways. <laughs> Oh, you wrecked the train. You fucked the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first one was bad. About the second one was good. Christ. If he wrote Starbucks on the back of his hand and then slapped Chris Rock, would you approve or disapprove? <laughs> the question then is, did he write it backwards? And they slapped him, and then they imprinted the letter Chris Rock's face. So yeah. all this viral footage of Chris Rock reeling in pain with a Starbucks logo on his face. No Starbucks, he just said, eat more chips. <laughs> also, that's a weirdly socialistic, like just eat general chips. Yeah. <laughs> no you remember brand. those posters, though, didn't you? And we, there used to be lorries going around doing like drink milk, eat chips. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. Back, back, I think it just, just about our time, like quickly, but the idea of just advertising basic necessities, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink milk, <laughs> like, yeah, obey gravity. All right, I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a map advertising fully reviewed. I think, Dean. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, as a score, I gotta give it. Um, uh, I give it a one. I think is there some sort of positive to it? But no, I think it's if there it is a positive, it's just another reflection of the dreadful society we find ourselves in. So no, <laughs> what one for the achievements of those who made it, but uh, mm. I don't think they should have been forced to. I bet they weren't paid enough to, and the companies that made them do it don't deserve that sort of attention. So yeah, mm. a one. I'd have to agree with you on that. I think Dean, I'm going to give a bit of one as well. Um, yeah. I would like to see if I say that though. Maybe I'm going to boost it up to two. If I was driving into work and I saw some horrendously ostentatious monument to my employer carved <laughs> into the Welsh countryside, okay, I, I think I would steal twice as much stationery that week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair point. Also, I will say that, uh, of course, I think the, the most best example in Britain is obviously the um, was it the, the Cernabash giant, which is basically people. Uh, cultivating a, a massive cock on a, chalk, <laughs> on a chalky hill, and that I that I respect. But that's <laughs> like, real. That's historic, exactly, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that's been going for thousands of years. Isn't it? Exactly. But also the fact that the first proper example of mapatizing was like this mask guy going, "Look at the size of my cock." 
It's so big, I need generations of people to cultivate it to keep it safe. Well, uh, you've hit on something there, Dean. We've, yeah. we've closed the section, but uh, I think it's a fair point to bring up that uh, over here, well, not even over here, in England, you know, England, <laughs> yeah. all places, they've got a uh, man with a massive cock out and they've got that big, huge horse as well, haven't they? Of course, yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what have they got over there? Coca-Cola bottles. Exactly. Well, not <laughs> even there. That's in Chile. The Chileans <laughs> have got the best one. What have they got <laughs> in America? Colonel Sanders and Maxim Magazine, 2006. <laughs> Fucking hell. Have a look at yourselves. Get yourself a white horse, Christ. Welcome back, friends. Oh, back. hello, hello, hello. So, uh, this is the section. Re- 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 what's it called, Dean? It's called Random Wikipedia Article, Simon. Uh, where we look at a random Wikipedia article, article and uh, try to decipher it as best we can based on no bright information whatsoever. Mm. So, I have a con. I'm going to. Big round article right now. Three, two, one. Here we go. Emmanuel Boat Club. Okay. Okay. Uh, ah, it's the rowing club for members of the Emmanuel College, Cambridge. Uh-huh. Men's first eight has stayed largely in the first division of Lent and May bumps for the last half century, <laughs> but fell as low as the 21st in the May bumps, 1930s. <laughs> okay. It's been going on for a long time now. <laughs> I, I would guess there's not one long race. <laughs> Go for like 400 years. Uh, 18. Yeah. They've been as low as 28th in the Lent bumps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does this fucking mean, dude? I don't. This, this is, is the thing. I love right? this. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Go on. But, uh, but imagine we're the same point. Growing up, when like uh, well, your parents, grandparents had a sport on on a Sunday and stuff, and we always spent a lot of time watching the Oxford Cambridge boat, boat race. Yeah. Why? Why was that? Why was that a thing? Why was why was that such a sort of massive focal point of? Well, I think it's it was purely because it was a televised sport and because you were in three channels. Well, oh. it's still one of the things that are like, um, uh, what do they call it? It's not the, the crown jewels. It's 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 basically it's one of the the things that have to be tele- uh, televised on uh, terrestrial television. Oh yeah, there's legislation about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, so. it's a it's got of historical cultural importance to the people of Britain. That's the one, yeah. But yeah, it, because you only see it once a year, you don't know anything about it. I always thought it was just once a year, students from Cambridge and students from Oxford got in boats and had a race. Of course, as the time has gone out, they've professionalised it more. But what the fucking hell are the Lent and May bumps like? Who yeah, knows but, what that is? The thing is, I think your original conception of the is actually much better. The idea that you could take a bunch of random students and say, right, you're the boat race, you're the boat race, and then see who wins. That sounds brilliant. I mean, it's it must have been what they'd done back in the day, though. You'd assume so. Well, would you assume so? But, but it. You wouldn't have had professional rowers back then, would you? That would... Well, it would have been. It would have been amateur, same as rugby, wouldn't it? Yeah. You would have had people who were, like, uh, the best and naturally good at it. And probably yeah. Cambridge and Oxford would have headhunted them. Same with the new yeah. rugby players. Yeah. But... Well, actually, that's, that's actually in Stephen Fry's um, autobiography. He mentions Hugh Laurie was in Cambridge purely to row, because I think his dad did. Oh, right. He said, like, he Hugh Laurie, like, the, the famous actor and uh, celebrated... Um, talent was uh, his old point he just wanted to be a rower because it was a big thing and mm. he spent like 10 hours a day rowing god knows when he studied and stuff but yeah. if, you, if you see him like on like you know, like, what's it, like the house that shows up he, 
he's not like, a big man, even if he was. I would have thought he'd be more like he'd be a coxswain or something like that. But you think he's a bit, he's rangy, he's not tall. But if you look, look at House, like the, the, the back, is he? yeah, he's tall, but also when he gets his like uh, clobber off, he actually is quite muscular. So, oh, I bet he's buff enough to go. Like, you know, he's not, um, it's sinewy, I think that's the word, isn't it? Um, sinew, sinew, yeah, sinewy, sinew, yeah, that way. yeah, right, yeah. So, uh, but you know, rowers are like, like, you know. Formidably strong people. I don't doubt that, but yeah. I don't get why I'm supposed to care about no. row. It's a boring sport to watch, though, isn't it? I mean, you, you well, right? You've done. Have you ever rowed on a lake? I think we've both rowed on a machine, haven't we? Yeah, we're, she, um, I have once. Come on, when I know I have rowed. Yeah, I've rowed once with for some reason. So I, I remember finding it quite soothing. So it was. Yeah, but we weren't going fast or anything, so... Uh, not if you were finding this soothing, God, no. I was. Uh, I remembered um, uh, me and um, silent friend of the podcast, Jim McKibben, mm-hmm. we were on Roth Lake on a two-man rowing boat with our lady friends, and I was behind him. Right. I quickly realised that I didn't have to row because he couldn't see what I was doing. <laughs> Right. I put my oars in, in the boat and just let him shuttle me up and down the lake as I was chatting to my lady friend. All right, so it wasn't like um, you had one one side each? No, no, he was in front yeah. of me. And right, right. So it, in and we had two oars each. Right, you both had two oars. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure if he, he had left you to the right, he noticed pretty quickly that you no. weren't doing anything right. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. We were just yeah going around in circles and I was canoodling. <laughs> Well, Please tell me what the May bumps are, Dean, before I divulge any more secrets of my past. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, set of road races held annually on the River Cam, Cambridge, England. Okay, 1887, separate for the Lent bumps. Sep- this, is, this is separate. This is the People's Front of Judea. Um, <laughs> 1887. That's been going God, on for yeah. over 100 and, well, 130 years, close yeah. enough. 125. Yeah. Um, Shit. No. Cambridge and Oxford are like insanely old colleges. Mm. Races up to all college club, both clubs from the University of Cambridge. University so of this Medicine. is interesting yeah. then. So Cambridge and Oxford, like this again, I thought they like they just picked enough people who were good enough to, to ride on a boat and they yeah. went out and did it. But I suppose it's like its own mini league of rowers. Seems like that, yeah. When you r- row for Cambridge, it's like being picked for Wales in a way. Like you've you've done a season's worth. Oh of God, yeah, yeah. Playing for your local club, and you've had a call yeah. up to go to international level, which is Cambridge. Yeah, totally. But it's like it's good, know, isn't it? Yeah, so Cambridge Oxford have. I think people can play like you know, on University Challenge. Mm. Every other university gets like one team per university, but Cambridge Oxford have per college. Mm. But they have loads of them, and there's like. Look, countless students at them. So I can, it's one of the things like I don't necessarily agree with that, but then by the same token, I argue that, well, Britain should have one team representing like rugby and football, not Wales and Scotland. It's a GB team. We're like, oh, yeah, we should have our own representation because we are independent. And it's, uh, I, I don't think those two arguments align. No, I don't think they are at all. I'm just <laughs> talking. I think Cambridge and Oxford should have one university team for a yeah, university challenge, yeah. and Wales should be able to represent itself for the Olympics. <laughs> it was the things I was talking, thinking, uh, 
I have not thought this through, have I? And I think, quite <laughs> frankly, that uh, what I'm saying is wrong, but I feel like I should end the sentence at least. You have to persist with it. You, you <laughs> yeah. do, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, for the sickness, I have to end the sentence. So it is not, this isn't compatible at all. Yeah. But um, This is a tip to yeah. all the podcast listeners out there. You must persist. Persist, 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 or get me to end afterwards. If you say something which is absolute bollocks, you must double down instantly. Double down until until at least you get the end of the sentence. Otherwise, oh, you got to get the end of the sentence. Good God! Otherwise, you're a failure, a fraud, and you don't deserve failure and a fraud. Ah, uh, uh, scroll down. We haven't even scrolled down. There could be loads of. Oh, there's no, there's no information. All right, okay. Um, Honors. Henry Royal Regatta, 1887 Diamond Challenge Skills, 1896 Thames Challenge Cup. So this fucking rowing club yeah. hasn't won anything for over 200 years. Yeah. No, 100 no, 130 years. Only 130 years. How many competitions wow. are there? They haven't won anything for 130 years. They, they shouldn't have yeah. a Wikipedia article in my book, yeah. Dean. Hey, same. It's like Spurs, eh? Football joke? Football joke? <laughs> oh, very good, Dean. I don't know. Does that make any sense? I've just heard rumours that they're not very good. Yeah, they haven't won anything for a long time. Yeah, it's not quite yeah. 130 years, but... I um... <laughs> don't know. I'm just trying to be sporty for the, for the van. Hey, Dean, who's your favourite footballer from Spurs? Uh, I know Harry Kane's from Spurs. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he's my favourite. He doesn't play there anymore. No, he went to... Bayern Munich, did he go to? Yes, there we are. Well, uh, right, stop by there, Dean. That's great. That's great knowledge. <laughs> That's great knowledge. Uh, tell me what the May bumps are again, please. <laughs> not, really, not really, not really, not really. I didn't think so, no. Um, uh, look, I like this scene on the article. It's got uh, a picture of the Emmanuel Bolt Club, like the clubhouse. Yeah. And underneath it, it's got a picture of an oar. And it's got uh, what would essentially be the team colours on there. So you, it's like having a picture of, say, uh, Old Trafford, and then you have a picture of uh, Man United's shirt under there. But it's depicted hmm. on an oar. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a nice touch. It's nice. It's going to be, a, yeah, do a sport, do play random where you can, you know. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Do you think skiers have the same thing on their their poles? It's really small, like the end of the spike. The club they could do, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Cyclists wear um, team colours as well sometimes, don't they? Yeah, and boxers have the logo on the sole of their shoe, don't they? Because there was a big controversy about people deliberately being knocked, knocked out, out. <laughs> so they could flash their shoes to the camera and then get like ten million pounds from Nike. That's amazing. Why would Mike yeah. want to be associated with the loser, though? That's well, well, that's exactly. I think maybe the contract said, as like, long as you see this all your shoe, you can get 10 million. Well, all right, fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll just lie down in the first 10 seconds. <laughs> there we go, on the camera. You get what you want. All right, then, Dean. I think we're coming to a close on this episode. Okay. Well, I think the only thing we've got left to do now is to list our top five favourite boats. You go okay. first. Okay. Um, USS Clunge Hunter is up there, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Three episodes now. Might as well do a callback. Um, uh, what was it? The boat from Jaws. The, the, the one, the one like the they needed a bigger one of. I feel like it's oh, under. Yeah. It, it doesn't get enough credit for not being yeah. big enough. And I think you know the. It's like the little boat that could. So that's a. You should, you should get more credit. 
Titanic, that's got to be up there as well, surely. That's a, that's a, well, it's a terrible boat, technically, when you think about it. Um, yeah, yeah. But think of all those people who died. That's going to give you some bonus. <laughs> Yeah. There's a boat in a film from Thomas the Tank Engine, which like the sort of eccentric sea captain who had it put wheels on it, so it was on the rails. So it's like a, a rail boat. Outstanding. Well, that'd be number one. That's better than the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, it's like it makes absolutely no sense as a concept, but you no, know, <laughs> it, 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 it's a kids' show. They do that. And oh, find the link for that, Dean. I'll do that one week. <laughs> okay, yeah, I absolutely will. And finally, the best boat ever. Uh, no, it was um, the uh, Jolly Roger. There we go. Jolly, Only Jolly Roger, the flag. Good boat. Yeah. Good boat. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Famous flag. And I think of any more boats. Uh, let me think. Uh, that should be a famous boat. Oh, yeah. Das Boat. Das yeah, Boat. Das Boat. Good das boat, boat, that one. Good boat. Das Boat. Das, das Good Boat. <laughs> Anyway, how much are we going to give it? Um, a hell of a article, I gotta say. Yeah, I'll give the weekly article. We oh, uh, before we go, Dean, uh, Emmanuel, David Emmanuel, he he designed Diana's dress. He's a Welsh. Are you glad yeah. he's dead? <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, personally, no. Um, I didn't didn't know the guy, so I can't I can't do that. Okay, then. What are you going to give this article, Dean? Um, I'll be sort of edge of the side of caution, give it a two, because it is sort of informative, but it tells you about things I don't want to know about and don't care about, and I think which things which shouldn't be cared about as much as they are. So yes, yeah, yes. I'll give it a two. Yeah, it's a key point. Hmm. If this was a boat race happening in anywhere on any river in South Wales, it would not have a Wikipedia article. No, I thought, if anything, it might be happening in South Wales right now. Like, it probably every, is. Every day, we would not know about it because it's not uh, posh Cambridge College. Yeah. And, you know. There's two well, fucking, well, two teams of five blocks uh, strapped to uh, beer bottles floating down the Towie now, and nobody's reporting on this. Not even South Wales Police. No. Not even Wales Online. They, they'll talk about oh, anything. They will, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, top five burgers you can eat in Cardiff right now. No, I can't. I'm <laughs> fucked. I can't make it 10 yards from the toilet. I'm not going to eat five burgers in Cardiff right now. <laughs> yeah. It's 2am. I'm pissed. Everything's <laughs> closed. <laughs> you don't even know where I am. Exactly. Ugh, have I given a score? No. I'm going to give it uh, five. It's a hell of an article. I love seeing this okay. little picture of an oar. I love seeing that boathouse. I love hearing about um, this thing is still going, this club. It hasn't won everything for over 125 years, and it's still going. Oh, the fucking <laughs> prestige good. they must feel to yeah. be members of this club. Ooh, we haven't won anything for 125 years. But no, we have got absolute assholes. We've got a Wikipedia page, and quite frankly, we will die for that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, there's a lengthy section on this Wikipedia article about uh, foot and mouth disease as well. I encourage you to look at that. That is a period of time which has been forgotten. <laughs> Just ended it. <there. laughs>